Axis Mundi. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is hosted in a partnership with the CAP Center at the University of California, Santa Barbara. And I'm here today after a break last week with my co-host. Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Good to see you, Brad. Thanks for, you know, holding down the fort for, uh, for another week. Yep. And uh, it's, it's that time of year, Dan, where I am so tired. <laughs> I mean, newborn aside and other stuff aside, it's just the... the, the semester and the grading and the everything else. Uh, but as soon as I see your face on the Zoom, I'm ready to do it. Let's go. Straight white American Jesus. It's time to it's time to move. I'm energized. And uh, there's a bunch of reasons for that. A couple things, though, before we get started. Uh, we have like one, one, maybe two, if you're really nice, spots left in Dan Miller's seminar coming up in January. It starts the first Tuesday in January. So you got a couple weeks. And uh, if you'd like to join Check out our seminars tab uh, at straightwhiteamericanjesus.com. Uh, Pure America, Religion, Race, Nation. And uh, we've done it before. It was amazing, and we're doing it again. So check that out if you'd like to grab one of the last remaining spots there. Also, friends, uh, I'm trying something new and uh, want to just say uh, if you'd like to join me, I'm trying something on what's called the Wisdom app. It's a new app, and it's designed for people to be able to have conversations and, and talk with creators and other people. And so December 20th, which is Monday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, I'll be on the Wisdom app uh, under my username, Bradley Onishi. And if you'd like to join me there, then uh, download the app, create an account. It's super easy and uh, we can talk. All right. So December 20, 4 p.m. Eastern. All right. Okay, Dan, let's jump in. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the slow-moving coup in our, in our country and uh, some, some explosive text messages that came to light this week. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the other senator, the other Republican senator in the Democratic Party, uh, Kirsten Sinema. We've done a lot on Joe Manchin, and I just want to talk about Sinema and the filibuster. And then we'll talk about Raphael Warnock and a un, uh, an unexpectedly sexy topic, which is budgets. All right. So before we get to all that, Dan, let's talk about Mark Meadows. What happened this week? 
Yeah, and we'll keep everybody in suspense because nothing has sex appeal like budgets, right? Like yeah, that's budget, that's how it yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So so this week, uh, and, and you know, even before this week, over the last couple weeks, the the Senate or excuse me, the uh, the House investigation into January sixth has really sort of gained steam. Um, and the way that it's done that is they've they've started to uh, we we've started to hear more about the texts and. Other kinds of conversations that were going on uh, in the White House and in particular uh, around and to and from Mark Meadows, who, uh, you know, obviously had an inside view on all of this. And like, I, I want to start with just just what, what for me are some of the big takeaways from this and then get into just a couple of the specifics, uh, because, as you say, people wonder, like, when are we going to stop talking about January 6th? It happened. Uh, it was bad. It was scary. If you're a Republican, you're going to say, well, it wasn't that big a deal. Or some of them will even say these people were it was just like a regular tour of the Capitol or or whatever. But the first big takeaway is the GOP knew the gravity of what was going on. <clears throat> excuse me, when it was going on. Right. They knew what was happening. And what we've seen is that Trump allies, Trump family members. Right. Trump, Donald Trump Jr., people like this were texting and pleading with Donald Trump and with Mark Meadows to be more active in trying to put a stop to what was happening as events were escalating on January 6th. Uh, we know that Trump, you know, said everybody, you know, told everybody to be peaceful and, and some things like this, and it felt very half-hearted. And what has come out is that Trump was watching TV, as we all suspected, and he loved what he was seeing, as we all suspected, and he reveled in it. But what this makes clear is that many of the same people who since January 6th have said, well, it was no big deal. There was nothing really going on. Donald Trump did everything he could to stop it. Uh, it really had nothing to do with him anyway. They thought on the day that it did. They thought he had the power to stop it and he wouldn't. And they were begging and pleading with him to stop and he didn't do it. So this just comes out and, and highlights the significance of the fact that they knew what this was, right? We're not drumming this up. Anti-Republicans are not making this up. The Republican Party knew what was going on, right, as they were becoming appraised of the situation that Mike Pence was being evacuated by the Secret Service. They're pleading with Trump while Trump is busy, you know, castigating Pence to others. But the other piece of it is, you know, so we know that they knew what was going on. We know that Trump was reveling in the chaos. But it just highlights the significance of the GOP closing ranks since then, right, that the day of, they saw what was happening. I think for a lot of the GOP, quite frankly, all this talk of, of blocking certification was, was, you know, it was a lot of grandstanding. It was a lot of, we're going to talk about this. We know that Jim Jordan now sent, uh, sent a text, uh, forwarded a text to uh, Mark Meadows the day before, January 5th, outlining a legal, a legal argument of how Pence could block the certification. But I, I think what this shows is that for a lot of people, this was a lot of talk. They knew that it wasn't going to be it, it was not going to be uh, uncertified. They knew that the Biden had won. And when and when pardon the language, when the shit got real, they were like, oh, my God, we've got to bring this back. But Donald Trump didn't and wouldn't. And then the second piece of that for me is the GOP got right on board with that. And that is what we have seen since. And it speaks to what you're saying, the slow moving coup the effort to the the cult of personality that is Donald Trump and populist nationalist uh, rule that, that we've talked about so much. And, and maybe I'll say more about that. Um, all of this, you know, efforts by the GOP to hold on to power at all costs. So 
it's it's been really explosive stuff. And you know, we talk about things being sexy or not sexy. The idea of getting these these texts was really tantalizing, and the GOP fought really hard to block it. And we know now why, because it confirms basically all of the worst fears. Um, and most sort of pernicious suspicions that we had about the GOP and Donald Trump uh, and the relation of January 6th. So I, I throw it over to you of, of just what you've been thinking and feeling as as you've seen these things come to light over the last week, week and a half, whatever it's been. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard. I promise.